is a way of answering the first great question, what are we meant to be? We are meant to flourish, not just to survive, but to thrive, not just to exist, but to explore and expand. Gloria Dei Vivens Homo, Irenaeus wrote, a loose but by no means inaccurate translation of those words has become popular. The glory of God is a human being fully alive. To flourish is to be fully alive, and when we read or hear those words, something in us wakes up, sits up a bit straighter, leans ever so slightly forward. To be fully alive would connect us not just to our own proper human purpose, but to the very heights and depths of divine glory. To live fully in these transitory lives on this fragile earth, in such a way that we somehow participate in the glory of God, that would be flourishing. And that is what we are meant to do. Every paradox requires that we embrace two things that seem like opposites. The paradox of flourishing is that true flourishing requires two things that at first do not seem to go together at all, but in fact, If you do not have both, you do not have flourishing, and you do not create it for others. Here's the paradox. Flourishing comes from being both strong and weak. Flourishing requires us to embrace both authority and vulnerability, both capacity and frailty, even, at least in this broken world, both life and death. The answer to the second great question, why are we so far from what we are meant to be, is that we have forgotten this basic paradox of flourishing, which is the secret of being fully alive. Actually, we haven't just forgotten it, as if we had misplaced it absent-mindedly. We've suppressed it. We've hidden it. We've fled from it. Because we fear it. I used to think that what we feared was vulnerability, the weak part of the paradox. But in the course of writing this book and talking with many others about the paradox of flourishing, I've realized that we fear authority too. The truth is that we are afraid of both sides of the paradox of flourishing, and we especially fear to combine them in the only way that really leads to real life, for ourselves and others. This book is about how to embrace the life for which we were made, life that embraces the paradox of flourishing, that pursues greater authority and greater vulnerability at the same time. But most of all, this book is about a picture. The simplest and best way I know to explore the paradox of flourishing. It's really just a sketch, the kind of thing you can draw on a napkin, but it will give us plenty to think about for the rest of this book. It's one of my favorite things, a two-by-two chart. The Power of the Two-by-Two There's nothing I find quite as satisfying as a two-by-two chart at the right time. The two-by-two helps us grasp the nature of paradox. When used properly, The two-by-two can take two ideas we thought were opposed to one another and show how they complement one another. The world is littered with false choices. 
The leadership writers Jim Collins and Scott Porras talk about the tyranny of the ore and the genius of the end. Should products be low cost or high quality? Whom do managers serve? Their investors or their employees? The most transformative companies manage both. Are we the products of our nature or our nurture? They are not opposites. They have to go together. The Christian world has its own versions. Is the mission of the church evangelism and proclamation, or is it justice and demonstration? Are we supposed to be conservative or radical, contemplative or active, set apart from the world or engaged in the world? Or take the topic that almost generated the first great biblical two-by-two chart. Is the life?